So last week we were talking about uh, this story that caught my eye and uh, my interest because it's about booze. Scientists discover a way to make sustainable petrol using beer. We're joined now by Professor Duncan Wass from the Wass School of Chemistry at University of Bristol. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. We reached out to you, Chris Creston, our producer, reached out to you last week, and apparently you couldn't be with us because you were busy drinking beer. Is that true? That is absolutely true. Yeah, we were using beer for its, uh, um, I guess, correct purpose. Mm-hmm. It was the, yeah, the, the lab Christmas party. So uh, we were out drinking a few beers. I thought it might be rock and roll to do the interview, having had a few, but uh, I figured your listeners would rather have the scientific facts. Well, I don't know. If you listen to this show, you might have wanted to do it half in the bag. <laughs> Uh, Kent, so you have been trying for many years to formulate a, a method of converting ethanol to butanol. Can you tell us the difference between the two? Yeah, so ethanol is the alcohol that we're used to having in alcoholic drinks. It, it's got two carbons in it, and you can drink it. Um, you can also use it as a fuel. You can use it as a, a fuel for your car on its own. You can blend it together with gasoline. Um, but actually, it turns out not to be a particularly good fuel. Um, there's quite a few problems with it. Butanol is another type of alcohol. You wouldn't want to drink it, um, but you would want to use it for a fuel. It's a much better fuel than ethanol. And in fact, if you'd got a gasoline car, you could just fill it up with butanol and it would run just the same. So you found a way to uh, change the ethanol and alcohol to butanol. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. So we've been working on this. Um, for a while. Um, my research interest is in an area called um, catalysis. Um, catalysis is the, is the process by which we can convert one type of molecule into another molecule, in this case, ethanol to butanol. So we'd done that in the, in the lab before, kind of in, you know, sort of lab conditions, very um, pure reagents that we can use in the lab. What we'd not done was to do this with a real fermentation broth, so something where we could get a crop and you could ferment that and get the ethanol in that way. Um, and, of course, that's exactly what beer is. Beer is uh, exactly the same as an industrial fermentation broth that we would use for fuel. So now, since we can use beer, it kind of, you know, it's a bit of fun to, uh, to use the leftovers from the lab Christmas <laughs> party and turn it into gasoline. But actually, it has a real point because it, in doing this, it shows that the technology is one step closer to reality and that we can use these real mixtures of ethanol and water and all the other things that are in a beer. How long did it take to turn the beer, beer into fuel? Um, it, well, in terms of how long have we been working on this, about four or five years, um, how quickly does it convert? Well, actually, you know, within a couple of hours, we can, um, we can convert the beer into something that you could use as a, a gasoline alternative. Were you guys drinking when you conceived this idea? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess a, a little drink does sort of help these ideas come along, but it's, uh, um, no, it is something we've been working on a while, lots of dead ends, lots of problems along the way. So um, it, it seems quite an easy thing to do to turn one type of alcohol into another. Turns out to be a very difficult thing to do, which is why it's taken us a few years to solve it. Okay, so you've solved it. How long till we actually see a sustainable fuel being created from beer? Okay, well, in a way, you already are. Um, so, especially in the US, I don't know about Canada, you can go on the gas station forecourt and you can buy a mix of um, ethanol in gasoline. That ethanol basically comes from a brewing process, the same as beer. Hmm. 
how long will it take to get our technology working that you can buy something that's just a drop-in replacement for gasoline? It's a really difficult question to answer. Um, there's a lot we need to do yet in taking this from the lab to a real sort of production scale. But if I was to guess, I'd say if everything worked well, maybe five years, something like that. Wow, that's not too long uh, into the future. You know, when you were in the lab um, and and you actually were able to, you know, take beer and turn it sustainably into the uh, the fuel that you needed, did you, I mean, you would have known because the molecular uh, composition had changed, correct? But did you actually take that beer-made fuel and put it into a vehicle and drive it? No, we've not done that. Um, so you're absolutely right. We have techniques we can use in the lab to look at the, com, um, the sort of the composition that we've got to make sure it's the right thing. We've not actually really made enough of it yet that you could fill your car tank with this. You know, we, we're talking about making um, a few milliliters, kind of a cupful. Um, so we do need to scale this up. And, and in fact, one of the things we need to do in scaling this technology up further is just make sure that this does burn correctly with a variety of engines. And, and that's the sort of thing we'd have to do in, I guess, in partnership with, with industry who know that sort of technology better than us. Well, I would imagine that beer companies would be really interested in this idea because we've got a huge situation where people are gluten intolerant now. And if they can find another way to use their product, I mean, bada bing, bada bam, uh, that's great for business. Well, you'd think so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, recommending that we use beer here. Um, it, it's, you know, clearly there's arguments about using something that could be consumed as a food or, or a drink and using that as a fuel. There are, there are ethical arguments about that. But actually already there are fuel-scale breweries um, that are producing ethanol for, for fuel. So although there are maybe some beers that the best thing for them to add a little flavor would be to turn them into gasoline, um, <laughs> in fact, um, it, it's more, you know, this technology in many ways already exists to have um, fuel-scale breweries to make ethanol for, um, for transportation. Okay, so why do it? Um, so why do it? I guess because if we look to the future, we need to have a more sustainable way um, to power our cars. Um, and batteries are going to be one part of that solution. But all of the infrastructure we already have is around liquid fuels. And if we can start to use these more sustainable liquid fuels that aren't based on fossil fuels, um, then we can um, use the current infrastructure we've had but have a more sustainable future. Potentially not uh, having to retrofit cars. I'm guessing. Well, that's the great advantage of this, yeah. So, um, so it's a drop-in replacement for gasoline. It can go into the, the tanks on the gas station forecourt. It can go into the tank of your car, and it can burn exactly the same as standard gasoline. So it's not like we need brand-new car technology, as you would do if you were going to a hybrid or a, a battery-powered car. Well, Professor Wass, I want to thank you for your time, and maybe predictively, I want to say uh, cheers. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Thanks for being here. That's Professor Duncan Wass, a Wass Research Group at uh, School of Chemistry at University of Bristol is where we reached him today. He's one of the scientists uh, who have discovered a way to make sustainable petrol using beer. It's a good thing.